and here we go. <laughs> oh, well, that's it, isn't it? Okay, well, we'll cut that bit out. We'll cut that bit out. No, no, keep it in there. This well, is I think we'll cut it. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's it before we even start. Um, so yeah, I just want to put out welcome to our first episode of our podcast, uh, Dadnamic. Um, we're going to be trying doing releasing one every week or so, uh, depending on our schedules. Um, so today is more of an introduction of who we are. Um, there are currently five of us working at. <laughs> There's currently five of us that work here at Dadnamic. None of us get paid. There's five of us. In the office, that is yeah. Well, yeah, there's five of us, but only three of us are here today. Because first off, massive congratulations to one of the guys, Nathan, who's just had a baby. Fair play, yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah. two under two. Welcome to that hell, mate. Um, so, <laughs> and we got Brad. He's got a baby as well somewhere. And um, he's, he's just being Brad. He just does what he does. Face. <laughs> <laughs> They can't see that, but I've got to do the face. Um, right, so today is obviously our first one, so yeah, we're going to do the introduction of ourselves and we're going to start talking about the reason why we decided to do this podcast. So first off is, well, I'm, my name's Kieran. I've got uh, three kids. I've got a seven-year-old, a one-half-year-old and a six-month-old. Um, because you like to spit it back. Because, well, <laughs> hey, 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 on that one. But I've got three kids. Uh, so How many with quite, your wife? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that bit's getting cut out. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to see how good my editing skills are for this one. No, we're going for it. We're going for it. We're going fucking full speed. We're just going to do it. Remember, we've got Jasmine to an hour. We've got Jasmine to an hour. Is she one of your kids? we just got her for an hour. And let's introduce you to those dickheads opposite me. So we've got Paul. Yeah, pick me while I'm smoking. <laughs> yes, hello, my name is Paul. Um, I have a five-year-old, nearly turning six. Yes, think about that. I did, I yeah. did, because you know when it gets to that point where they're changing age. It's just changing <laughs> age. Every well, day. Coming of, coming of age ceremony. Birthday? It's like, you know when you talk about Nathan and, and Brad, and how, what point do you stop saying months? Well, actually, no, I think it's a year and a right, half. Right, this is a good story. I was speaking to my Mrs. Zoe. Um, not even introduced. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 I was the other day, and she was going through one of these uh, mum question like forums on internet. Yeah. And this woman goes, "My kid is 126 months or something like that." And then was like, "No, ten. Ten <laughs> yeah." And then was like, <laughs> "It's <laughs> years. <laughs> it's but years." Me, break man. that over here. Just worked that math in. Just <laughs> yeah. click notes. <laughs> so it was like ridiculous like that, and I'm like. I'm like as soon as I hit about three months, I'm like, ah, oh, they're about half a year now, aren't they? Something like that. Three months is not half yeah, a year. Yeah, I was going to say they're for about a man, for a man. It's like you're half. Yeah, they're, you're they're one. half a year. And then when they get to about eight months, I'm like, oh, he's almost a year old. Though you said six months at the beginning of the episode. Oh well, fuck! I slide to myself. I just proved myself wrong, didn't I? There you go. Yeah, there you go. Thank you, Paul, for your wise wisdom there. Dick. There you go. And our, our other into intrude. Fuck me. Yeah. Other, Do you want to find that tongue in there somewhere? Other tried to fuck Have you. Have you found your teeth? It's because I don't know what to call you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the, the bald one. The balding cunt. Um, uh, you know that this medium is purely like voice audio. There's I know. No, I feel like I have to describe myself. I'm bald. I'm quite short. I'm not presenting myself in the best of manners. Imagine, um, imagine Bronson. Imagine Tom Hardy and Bronson. If he had AIDS for about two years, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, my name's Luke. Uh, I am a father of one. He is a year and a half, um, and I probably the most depressive one out of all of us. <laughs> Eighteen months or one and a half? Yeah, the eighteen months. No, tell a lie. He's two. Because yeah. <laughs> mine's a year and a half. I know. I sat there like. Oh, fine. He's older than that. He talks back. <laughs> back at me. He's like, no, Daddy, you can't do that. No, you can't, you can't do that. Stop singing. Stop, stop songing, Daddy. I'm glad you put like, singing in there because I didn't know whether you wanted to voice that now. <laughs> no, Daddy, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are starting off back here. Put it away, Daddy. This is how Dad and Amit starts, is it? Yeah, right, well, this okay, is good. Then. This do what Mummy tells you and put it away. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> oh god this is good this is good oh, right well on that note we were we're talking today our main sort of topic of, of discussion will be about men's mental health <laughs> after all that because actually like i can't speak for everyone here but i know that a few people in the group um have suffered from it. i myself have suffered from it for years and years and years and i know it's affected me and it's affected me a lot since becoming a dad 
Um, but yeah, it has, it's affected me a lot since becoming a dad and beforehand. Um, I obviously, <laughs> obviously, Luke goes through it every single day because that's just his now default personality. Yep. Not even gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> um, and there's got to be something behind Paul's sarcasm. That's <laughs> <laughs> there has to be a reason. Just hiding a deep, he, deep he hurts, shame. He hurts people. Just, uh, just uh, hide his sense. own emotions. Listen, the defence mechanism works very well. Yeah, right, right, right. yeah. It's yeah. worked, it's worked he, for you for what 20, 29 years. He uh, yeah. mastered that. He is fucking yes. From the age of three months, I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's bedtime. <laughs> it's bedtime, bro. Bedtime, bro. <laughs> is, it, is it actually bedtime, mummy? Is it? <laughs> it's time relative. Yeah. Is this just so you can get your end away, mummy? Yeah. Surely you should dad get his end away. Uh, I've seen I've, I've made <laughs> yeah, his mum. I know, I know. I'm yeah, I've sure seen my mum has the penis. So. <laughs> and I hope she listens to this. <laughs> um... Uh. So that, that's kind of... Uh, sorry. <laughs> it's lovely. That's kind of what we're into today. Um, obviously, like, so the guys who listen to, to this, a lot of us, a lot of you guys will know that we have a Instagram page and a Twitter page that we started. And um, most oh, people... Early. We like that. Most people set up their Instagram pages and gather lots of followers and then release a podcast. What we've done is got very, very minimal <laughs> like viewership of our pages and decided that the world needs to hear us speak because apparently we're all like that. I was thinking, this is a very weird thing. Like, I was sitting on my own, I was like, isn't it weird to think that, you know what people want to hear? Me. (laughs) (laughs) It's a really big-headed kind of fucking thing to talk about. I've had this conversation after many, many, many beers about how you can put the world right. <laughs> what's wrong? I know what's wrong in this country and I know how to fix it because I am 10 beers deep and I am right. <laughs> I've got the, you just wake up with a headache. I have an idea for housing, though. We'll move on to something well, different. Yeah, got, I have an idea for yeah. housing. So I was thinking, you know how the rent cap is so ridiculous? Like, I pay more in rent than I would do on a mortgage. Oh, 100%. But I cannot save up enough at the same time to get to a mortgage. At which point they'll look at credit history and go, you can't afford who? You can swear. This is the whole point of the podcast. I know. No, because they don't swear because they're mortgage advisors. Citizens Advice Bureau, you've never gone to them where you're a bit of a cunt. (laughs) Don't do that. You can't afford this, you cheapskate arsehole. I was thinking, why don't you do a, a whole electoral system and what you do is every landlord goes on it and every tenant goes onto it. Now what you do is you pay your rent through that. So it goes through the government scheme, it goes through banks and things on those sides. So you're paying into it. At which point the landlord gets their part, we're still paying our part, you know, stadiums who are involved get their little share and whatever wherever else it happens. From this point you build your credit on that. You have the system where it shows I am able to pay this amount via rent for this amount of years. I've never missed a payment or I've got a certain delay on it or things like that. Do not interrupt me just yet, you can. <laughs> uh, yeah, but you got, to, you got to this bit. You've got to this bit. You've got to this bit where it's like, I say, because I can now prove that I have not missed a payment. I have been able to pay this certain amount over this amount of time. Why wouldn't that work? Can, does that not um, already happen? I was no. going to say, is there not some... I mean, I know, it, it, for instance, it wouldn't necessarily work on your <laughs> your current housing situation and things like that. However, would you not sort of go into a... Because I know they used to do the thing where, so for instance, if you rented a, a council, um, a council kind of house and things like that, you had the option to buy it later on. But based upon what you've paid through your... Your rent and all that kind of well, stuff. No, they that, take that into was consideration years. of you. Buying. That was time. Yeah, that was. Mm. That's how they used to do it. And mm. Things like that. Is that is that not still going? No, no, no. no, no. That's just completely and gone. We found out not too long ago when we were speaking to a very, very intelligent Irishman. Um, yes. Wally, Wally, Wally was his name. Ex labourer from Hillenden Council in 1994. And he still works around North uh, Northwood. Really clever man. Really passionate, clever Sounded. man. And mm. he was helping. He helps people who can't afford houses get into council housing. Getting, he'd been doing it for generations. Lovely, salt of the earth kind of fella. And he was um, he was talking about this. And unfortunately, during the um, Thatcher years. Um, the gov and onto Tony Blair years, the yeah. government started selling off those houses. Yeah. Um, but they were selling it to anyone. So okay. all of the council houses have started to be sold off, 
and they didn't make any more council houses. So the ones that we had around were bought, and now they're just houses. Okay. And they didn't buy any more council, building more council houses, right. apart from up in Leeds, he said, or was it Liverpool? Liverpool. Liverpool. <clears throat> they, they built some, but other than that, none have been built. So now people in our generation, our age, we don't have that, that um, sort of way to get onto the property ladder. Right, okay. So basically, we Shut have to go... Up. I was going to say, we basically have to go off of our own backs. Literally, the only life. way to do or it... Or is to get a massive lump sum through, say, inheritance or you something. You've got to hope someone like, dies. Win, yeah, that's the way at the moment. Yeah. Win, win the lottery, let's be honest with you. Well, I mean, because like, I actually... like This actually happened to me the other day. I got really depressed, like, about five fucking days ago. Um, because... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got really depressed about five days ago because I was talking to Zoe and was looking at finances. Um, obviously, it's a big thing for all of us as, as young young men with families. Finances are, are the bane of our lives. Yeah, it doesn't matter if you have a good job or if you if you have a, a lesser paid job. Um, you can't see this. But he's, <laughs> pointing can't. At, he's pointing out himself for a good job and then pointing at me, Luke. For a lesser paid job, it's fine. It's okay. We all know this. It's okay. We're just talking truth <laughs> yeah. here. Yeah. Um, but you can't get onto the property ladder because what I've got to do now is I've got to save up, let's say, 40 grand to get a deposit to put down because the houses that I'm looking for out of the area, the cheapest I can go for is about 400,000 because I need three bed- three or four fucking bedrooms because my kids are just everywhere. There's just so many of them. I need places to put them. Um, and I am, at the mo- moment, I'm managing to save up maybe three to £500 a month um, after everything to build up. And that will still take, God on, like, fucking ten years or so to be able to afford the dep- this deposit. Ten years I've got to save whilst pissing out, like, money on someone else's rent. Um, I think we need to change the feng shui of this area because you two are whispering. Yeah, I feel like we need to be closer and right. further apart. See? I, seven I, and a half now, years. Yeah, right, yeah. Well, I said about ten years because you've got to pay poll tax and shit, I think. Um, stamp poll stamp tax. Stamp duty. Poll tax. Duty stamp tax. Stamp, I I've never looked into it because I'll never have that money. Um, and it gets you so damn because you're just renting and renting and renting. And you, I remember being told as a, as a young boy that you know, you're a man when you own your house and you... You look after your family, you have a good job and you See, pay for it and that, I feel like I can't do that. That, just in what you've just said, you know, I, I was a young boy, I've been told from a young age, like, you're not a man until you own, that's massive like pressure straight mm. on you to, to go and do something that back in the day was relatively, well, well, it was relatively yeah. easy, you know, it was relatively, you know, you, you could go and do all that, you know, you, you earn a decent wage and houses were cheaper and all that kind of stuff, and even if you go abroad, you look at houses in, in other com- countries and things like that, they're, you know, so much cheaper, when I went to Greece, we were looking, and there was like acres of land oh, and a house for like, it was about 250,000 euros. Well, yeah, but I mean, even even less, less than that, I, I, think in a, I think if you went to like America and things like that, yeah, if you emigrated out of this country to to places like America or Canada, you're Get looking shot. at well, yeah, I know. Well, not Canada because everyone's got a gun out there. Um, <laughs> you're looking at like you know, fifty. Um, you're looking at about fifty thousand pounds for a property. Yeah. And are you, well, so, I don't know if it's that much. No, like fifty thousand pounds. No, I think it's less. I think it's more than that. Me. No, honestly, like, like maybe yeah. I've just been looking at mansions. The ones in America <laughs> I've been looking at, I've got swimming pools. So you know, I was going to say, well, you know, you need it for your kids. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I should yeah. get out of the council. Keep, they need to keep. They need to have some form of exercise. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Running away from Uncle Luke is not enough. No. <laughs> Makes one people. Uh, <laughs> that's your bumper list. <laughs> there we go. Because that's a good. Because that's the thing you've done. Yeah, you know, straight off the bat, touched off a major point of like why people get into so much poor mental health is just debt yeah, and, and money problems. I've recently been through it. I was down. I had huge problems. I had people. I had people knocking at the door. I currently live with the in-laws. Um, How's that going? We're gloss over it. We're going to gloss over that. It's okay. It's it, it's stable. It's fine. Um, but that's all that matters, really. The more you the, the the more you suffer, the more that shows you care. Um, and I just got wine <laughs> in my eye. I just bit wine in my eye. And, um, 
the thing is, is until people, you guys, actually turned around and said, this is what you need to do. Here is some advice. And I had to get that from people who have either been through it or who understand the system and all this kind of stuff because people are not educated enough. It's not, it's not put out there enough that there are charities who can actually turn around and yeah. go, yes, you've got money problems. It's not the end of the world. Don't throw yourself off a bridge. Did it go that far? It got to a dark place. Uh, did you tell them lights? <laughs> <laughs> just because of the electricity, could you mate? No, it got, to, it got to a dark place. Like for, like for instance, I sat there and just thought, do you know what? Would I would I be better off not being with my with my missus and my my kid? Not because I don't love them, but because if I went and worked solo and lived, you know, back with my parents and stuff like that, she could go and claim her benefits and, and be in, you know, be a, a single mum and all this kind of stuff. But she'd still get the money and he would still get all the money and all this kind of stuff. Yes, I wouldn't see him as much, but you know, all this kind of stuff. And then I just it quickly just like, no, they need you. They need you here. They need you here now. They don't, they don't need you acting like this. <laughs> yeah, I suppose that's, that's the thing. Like, the only thing that really sort of pulls me out of my, uh, my dark place um, is... I love how we call it a dark place. Even that, even the terminology dark place is putting some taboo on the subject. Like, you yeah, shouldn't but, be there. Yeah, but and what? it's fine. It's, this is what annoys me. It's fine to feel this way. But the only thing that pulls me out, as I was saying, was, was seeing my children and seeing how they need me and how I need to provide for them um, but it gets I, I think the bigger picture here is this idea of masculinity that you have to be and I know people are fighting against it but I think they're going the wrong way like as a kid like I grew up with a single mum um, in a very poor household and my mum obviously was a stay at home mum and she taught me that the man has to go out and work the woman stays at home and looks after a child now this is a very big topic of discussion and a lot of people disagree with that but that's how I got brought up um, so in my mind, if my partner has to go out and work, I'm failing. If she chooses to go out to work, obviously it's her choice, she does what she wants, she's a fully grown woman, she tells me what to do most of the time, but if she chooses to go out and work, that's different, but if, if we get to a situation where my partner has to go out and work because I'm not bringing home enough money, then to me I'm failing as a partner and I'm failing as a dad. And in this economy, it's very difficult to live off one wage. Now, lucky enough, I've just recently got into a situation where I've got a job where I can afford to look after my family solo, but that was never the case before. Um, I've, I've done many, many jobs. I've gone from wiping old people's asses at care homes to working in charities for young people to being a nurse. I've done building work, I've done all sorts, and now, I've moved on to a different, completely different, massive sector, and I'm now in a situation where I can look after my family. It's great. However, I still do not have enough money to then save up and to work in our future. I can work month by month. I can live that way, but I, I find it difficult to put forward for the future because children are expensive. Whereas I come from a different background. I come from a, a more well-off family. But the, the burden that Shows goes on the haircut. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I got told I looked like a, George, a young George Michael the other day. Yes, I'm not sure yeah. if it was a compliment. <laughs> I'm still not convinced of that. And my response was instantly, you know, stating the obvious. At which point she said, well, he's very attractive. So it's sort of a compliment. To are, you, not are, you a bit, are, are you stating the obvious that he was gay? Yes. But yeah. Equality Act 2010, I don't want to touch on <laughs> yeah, you, can't, you can't out someone. I people just, might not know. I've just done my value in people training, so... Uh, oh, I'm, okay, I'm up right, here yeah, at this yeah, yeah. So we have right. a young George Michael yes. in, in Paul. We have a young Ian Watkins. No, no, no. no, 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 no. You just referred to me as, as the, the chemotherapy yeah. George um, uh, Bronson. Yeah. I'd say a young rag and bone man. Yes. I'm only human. <laughs> and... Which is most of the excuse that I use for everything that happens. <laughs> yeah. I'm only human. I have an accident at work, I'm only human. Um, so yes, going back to that, I come from a more affluent family, a more well-off family, um, who are always financially secure. If we go quiet, you can hear the noise more, the background noise more. Do you mind? Do you ride that somewhere else? Like, not down the dual carriageway near my house? Um, so yes, I come from a more affluent background, a more uh, financially stable background. But then the burden that comes on me in that Whoa, way... Whoa, who put my wine in the fridge? <laughs> That's red wine. What do I mean? Nobody put it in the fridge. It's cold. 
Where did you find it? Don't mind, in the fridge. I don't remember putting it in the fridge. <laughs> Could, well, I'm just going to go take that out of the fridge because I'm drinking now juice. And is it going to get you drunk? No. They're going to get my teeth out because it's cold. Anyway, carry on, Paul. I'll tell you what, I'll wait for this cunt to get back because he'll probably take over from this now. No, I'm quite, because I'll jump onto my background. <laughs> Sorry, Curious just exclaimed that that was not his wine. Bear in mind, me and Paul have got cider and beer. This guy's drinking wine. The guy that came from the gutter to having almost everything in his life is now drinking wine, and the other two are drinking... You gave me someone else's wine. Well, are you going to drink it? Yeah, yeah crack on. To the arse, Dan. <laughs> it's properly like the social classes here, isn't it? The working class has the beer, the middle class has the cider, and the upper class has got the wine. I don't know whether because... What do I end up? Whoa! <laughs> what do Sorry. I end up with the working class? Sorry, Because okay. you've got a beer. Not working class, because it needs to be changed now to working poor. But yes. that, that's the way, you know... That's now working poor now, isn't it? Because that's, that's the thing. I know that um, you, you grew up, Paul, with... Um, you know, your mum and your dad and they've always been together and they're still together to this day uh, Lance you know, keeps a fantastic garden which by the way I'm sure if you saw your front garden your front at the moment, garden he would be mate. appalled um, that has more weeds in it than one of my old houses Kieran uh, <laughs> 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 Kieran I know that you, uh, you you grew up with your mum and you had a bit of a, a, a turmoil relationship with her and all that kind of stuff it was- and it's Testy. It was testy, yeah. Uh, for me, yes, I, I go, my, my Plus parents... my point completely, it's fine. No, 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 because I thought that was your point. <laughs> I thought that was your point, that you had, you know, you had, you, you grew the up The burden on me, we're all talkers separate. No, 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 carry the on. <laughs> no, no, I'm joking, carry on. No, we'll I was leave. just going to say... We'll leave back into it. Because I, 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 I grew up with, yes, my mum and my dad split up, but they were always there for us, and, you know, we, we were mum... You know, brought me and my brother up and we had you know anything that we could ask for within reason it wasn't as if it was like i want a fresh new toy and it gets bought for you instantly it was like no you, you know you wait till christmas or birthdays and then you might get it if you're if you're lucky kind of thing and you know and, and uh, i saw my dad regularly and all this kind of stuff so do, do you think that kind of just plays on your well, I, does I, that go I, I think so i think that then adds to your personality your fundamental personality as 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 a um, as an adult like, like I said, like there were times in my life where my relationship with my mum could be quite difficult for both me and my mum. But I always have to say, I always have to bring it back to the fact that, you know what, my mum did the best that she could at that point, And I will never hold it anything against her. Like, because she did what she did. And, like, she was a good mum. And she instilled in me yeah. very, very good values, I think. Very good values. Now, like, obviously I've had a situation where I've been married and me and my like ex-wife obviously we split up and we share our our oldest oldest child and the one thing that always gets to me is when people like oh what do you see him every weekend or every other weekend like most split families do yeah now i can't do that i remember when we first split up my my ex-wife was uncomfortable him coming to my house uh through my living arrangements which was fair enough and it lasted about two weeks until i just couldn't take it anymore and i couldn't deal with it with just weekends either so now we split him down the middle completely like it's very messy <laughs> but yeah, we have him half like half the week each and even that to me <laughs> just that uh, i've got a rusty saw mate <laughs> um but that even to me that, that's not enough like i want my babies with me all the time yeah. and, and i think that comes from my upbringing so even though that we weren't fiscally or financially stable a lot of the time and there was a lot of turmoil here and there she really gave me the key family family values so the best thing in my life and the most important thing in my life is my kids yeah and my partner zoe like they are they are what i do stuff yeah. for and because Bruce, of what i took down bearing in mind how you were brought up you know with, with your two parents and things like that and, and as you said quite a better you know bringing up and things like that do you do you feel like it's it's kind of just pushed you on and helped you pull in your you know in how you lead your life now especially with how you uh how how yeah you bring up your daughter um in a certain way because it it does bring a different burden than what yourselves would have gone through where my dad was a director of a company he was on 100 grand plus you know 
all, all these other my number. <laughs> I, I, know, I know, but that sort of puts a bell to me because uh, I remember a time where I told him my last pay rise and stuff like that. Now, 39 grand is a lot for me. In terms of considering where I thought I was going to end up or how things were going for so many years, it, it seemed like that was something that was unachievable for quite a yeah. while. His reply to me was, let me know when you're on 100 grand and you, you'll be joined with me. <laughs> <laughs> and, and although I took it as a laugh and stuff like that, there's that financial burden where I'll never reach those heights. And his heights oh. were the financial stability and things yeah. like that. Yeah, but it, it just feels like the extra burden. You know where you're struggling towards the end of the month and you think, I never had this growing up or I was never exposed to this growing up. Yeah. Yeah. Where Izzy asked for a toy, my child asked for a toy and I think, I, I can't give it to you right now. Yeah. You're going to have to wait. I mean, like, it could even come down as like a packet fags or when I was working like a few fucking about a year ago six months ago I was working two jobs um, it was we'd get to where we were getting paid for one job every week and the other job I was getting paid every four weeks but it'd get to points where I would have to ignore bills I just have to ignore them because they were coming out but there was no money in there and like I just I couldn't do it yeah. I could not that's do it that's the thing where you get to a certain level of stress and you'll ignore the bills because you need those uh, devices would you call them or those things just to get you through the stress devices devices devices, devices. you, get you need the, your iPod <laughs> you get through those devices just yeah. to just to because I, yeah, I wanted to stop so, smoking but I was so stressed with not having any but, money that I couldn't do but it but not even that I mean yeah, you said you've got a great relationship with your partner and archives so, so like for instance with me it'd be like okay I've got about 60 quid left in my account it's coming towards the end of the month payday's in you know I've got a, a week or two away and all that kind of stuff so do I A do I A you know give that money to a bill that's that's owed or should I go because it's not going to pay the whole bill so should I do that which is what I should do and spend the next you know couple of weeks bored out of my skull and probably not in you know good books with the partner and the boy and all this kind of stuff or should I take my family out should we go out for a day or two and go and do something where we can go and have lunch and we can just go and spend time together as a family and do the important things and all that do, and that's that's it that's the important things it's, it's being together as, as the family and spending the most time with each other yes you can stay on top with your creditors and your bills and stuff like that and, and, and that's fantastic but you know if you're going to get down to it that you're depressed out of your skin with no money why not be have no money and actually have, be a little bit happy yes and no um I, I totally agree with that because yeah. I'm in the same situation but I, I think with me I'd rather have that point indoors if I have no money and stuff I'd rather like I, I'm, I'm very stickler I can't save money for shit but I know that if I've got being paid my babies might need nappies or they might need milk or they might oh, need something but so I'd rather put exactly. too much away exactly. to save for that rather than go out so I like no, the other no. day me and Brandon had a whole evening together because I made him one of those fucking paper things that you know Red, blue, oh, what the colours and the colours, numbers yeah. and all that, yeah, yeah. with the little triangles. Red, blue, red, blue, two, five, oh, you're one, a, two, three, four, five. Yeah, you're a minger. Well, okay. <laughs> call it a minger. Yeah. So like, <laughs> I wrote like little dares on each one for us to do. And we spent the whole evening doing shit like that. What Sorry, was, that's, what was the dares? Yeah. <laughs> what was the dares? Can't tell you. Sorry, seven, your seven-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> no, so the dares were some, some like um, so spell your name backwards or like really easy ones. Find something in this room that's the colour pink. Find something in this room that begins with the letter L. Um, count to fifty only using odd numbers. Shit like that. Yeah, I think okay. you found a very safe bet there because I don't think they were all like that, was they? You had one plan for Zoe that was get naked <laughs> and wait for me. <laughs> no, she was upstairs waiting for me. <laughs> she go first. Did she, she? she went there first. Oh, God, when, when's Brandon going to bed? You sent the kids to the bed at four sorry, o'clock. That's, yeah. that, 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 in fairness, that's, that's kind of what, that's a bit yeah. more what I mean. So like, like I said, you can spend you know, your, your money paying off your credits yeah. and stuff like that or should I put food in the house? Shall I put, you know, shall I get my kids nappies? Yeah, shall I take, yeah. you know, and all this kind of stuff. And, you know, the last little couple of quid that's, that's left over and, you know, they want a yeah. toy. Do I spend that on them? Just nick it, mate. Yeah. Just do the toy. 
We do not condone. No. We don't condone well, stealing, stealing. Oh, sorry, in any was, shape or form. That was old Kieran. Yeah, that was old Kieran coming through. Old Kieran back down. Old Kieran. Kleptomania has passed on from now. Yeah, but it's good to speak about all the financial situation. As you said about the charity and things along those lines, for people who are struggling with this. Um, my advice to you was to go through the debt management company Step Change. Yes. Registered yeah. charity. Um, do you want to explain a bit how the process works for you? Just before uh, you do that. Yeah. What are they called? Step Change. Step, step change. change. So yep. Step Change. If you are listening, any advocate of Step Change, give us free money, <laughs> and we will then say your company more. <laughs> this is a free taste of advertising. Give us some money, and we'll do it more. Step change. Well done. We've got to get some form of advertising in this. Um... Well, this is the reason. Like, I, I say all this bullshit about men's mental Fuck that. It's about money. I want free shit. I mean, to, to be fair, when I, when I first used them, uh, the thing that attracted me to them the most, I don't know if you had the same, but it was all online. I didn't have to speak to anyone. See, the thing is... Certain, like, certain um, circumstances, you do need to. Yeah, but... and, and to be honest with you, like, uh, the... the there are obviously there's two different types of people in the world there's the types of people who will pick up a phone and make a call and you know and, and deal with it while they're on the phone I, that's a very old school way of thinking about it the new the newer way of thinking about it with technology is that it needs to be all done online and things like that I personally uh, just through technology because my phone is horrendous and most of the time that I was doing this was between uh, jobs at work so it might be like moments where I'm sat sat down for like yeah, quick 10 minutes 10-15 minutes you know, half an hour maybe even when I'm on my break or whatever I picked the phone up and I spoke to them and they couldn't be more helpful honestly they uh, the second that I was on the phone and started talking to the lady she was more than helpful um, in the sense of she just she was just like it's okay you, everything is going to be fine you, it's not the end of the world um Here's how it goes down. They break down everything. They want to know. The thing is, you have to be open with them and um, you know tell them everything that you're spending, and they will go through everything. You know how much you spending on nights out, how much are you uh, spending on bills, how much are you spending on f- on food in the house? Uh, do you have a car? Do you have this? Have you got children? Have you got that? All this kind of stuff. Breaking it all down, and then write up this plan, and then they basically turn around and say, right, based on your plan, you should do this. And they give you advice. They never turn around and say, "You're doing this," or "We, uh, we need you to do this." They kind just of thing. recommend. They it. turn around and say, "For me, they turn around. And they gave me two options. It was like, look, you can go down this route of still paying your creditors, but you're paying them at a lower rate, or they go, you go down this route and you turn around and go." sod all the creditors everything else but eventually you're going to have to pay off and it's probably going to end up being more because they're going to end up whacking up their prices so what do what do you want to do and of course it makes sense to pay them small amounts but they're still keeping keeping what they were and they can't add anything more onto it so they are is informative in a sense of they will help you they and it's a prop it's a person on the end of the line who may not have been there but it's just relatable and if you don't like I said if you're not up for talking to them go online if you if you're up for having a conversation they couldn't be more helpful step change step change <laughs> and that's enough of free advertising <laughs> but yeah step change yeah, I, I think um, another important subject to touch on is the fact that we went on devices so we're talking the alcohol, drugs. Yeah. Um, some people get addicted to pornography. All right. Uh, there's certain things. <laughs> Unfortunately, right, I am pointing this yeah, all at you. You can't get it right. Okay, so one thing that people here know about me and other people, like I, I ain't ashamed of it anymore. I used to be, but I was addicted to everything. Like, you name it, I fucking loved it. But I was diagnosed with grade one bipolar, which is an extremity of emotions. Um, so it was either a real deep sadness and self-loathing anger that came with it or it was an amazing jubilant high a sort of high that you'll never feel in your life And um, but the addiction came quite close with that disease because when I'm feeling the jubilant highs I feel like nothing can go wrong I get very worked up in almost like this invulnerability this immortality that I believe myself to have at certain points you sort of feel like when it comes to vices addictions and things like that you need to um, force 
uh, like so back in the day I used to work in a bar it was a late night bar 4 a.m. I love uh, that bar I know yeah. and, and, and to be honest with you Uxbridge misses it yeah. where else do you go uh, you know until 4 a.m. that doesn't play club music well I, see, I don't I don't go drinking that anymore because it's pointless going to drink in our area without taking drugs it's like <laughs> going to no, a brothel well, and not fucking someone that's really advertising that's pretty isn't it? <laughs> but, well that's the thing I never had that problem I, I used to work in this bar I used to help manage it I used to run it and all this kind of stuff but even even now I will admit that now that it's shut down now that I've moved away from it I'm better off without it yeah. because every single weekend I was drunk yeah and Half the time, I didn't pay for my drinks. No, no, no. I knew that when I went to work, by the end of my shift at 4am, I was banjaxed. Absolutely off my bananas. Did you hold yourself out for them? Just sling dick for drink. (laughs) (laughs) This is coming from a man who had sex with the bar. Come on. (laughs) That was a sexy bar. I'm sorry, you've literally just described me as a a chemotherapy version of of Charles Bronson. Tom Hardy's Charles Bronson. Yeah, Tom Hardy's Charles Bronson. Tom Tom Hardy in that film, as Charles Charles Bronson, he showed his dick. Yeah. And that's what you did behind the bar to get free drinks. Yeah, so so when you said yes, (laughs) Yes. you said yes. Yes. Yeah, but here's the thing. I drank out of it like a straw. Here's the thing. I actually turned around to my boss while I was working there. I said, "Listen, if I get a, if I get a tattoo that says the name of the pub, will you let me drink in here for free?" And he turned he turns around to me and goes, "Yeah, of course you can, but you got to get it on the shaft of your cock, and you got to show your cock every time you want to drink." I seriously weighed it up. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> how much money would the tattoo cost against how much you were the drunk? Right, well, well, let's, yeah. let's be honest with you, the size is it's less than 50. Are you gonna fit? <laughs> yeah, they do if I send them to mate. I think they'll owe him money by the end of this. I might get I might get treat. It's gonna be the C and T. Treat T. That's it. But but that's the thing, like now that I like back yeah, back in the day, yeah, getting drunk all the time, it was fun. And it was fun at the time. Now that I don't have it, and I have various other things to make to make life fun, and to push myself to go forward to to have fun elsewhere, like with my kids, like with um, my other half, and um, even at work, even you know silly little things at work, like you know I'd, I'd go to work beforehand and just be miserable and depressed and all this kind of stuff. I've you know subsequently recently just changed jobs. And I'm having fun, and it is a good laugh, and I feel like I'm a better person now that I'm not waking up on a Monday with a hangover, or even going to work on a Monday with the hangover in the bar, waiting till my shift ended to get on the other side of the bar and use my wages to get plastered yeah. with the I, regulars. I think what you got to do when it comes to vices, you got to weigh up the positives and negatives. Now, for me, I, I see positive and negatives in all of the vices I have with drugs I saw positives now I don't now I I, I hear what you're saying about drinking now I like to have a drink I, I, I think we all do I think we the still point do is we're it, sat here with alcohol yeah. right now like I can't sleep if I don't have a drink this is to do with so I got diagnosed as well with PTSD uh, post-traumatic stress disorder um, and I can't sleep so I have a drink before I go to bed now today for instance we were at me and my missus took two the two younger kids because my older one was off of his mum to um, their cousin's fourth or third birthday. Third, there was a blue moon free. Um, third birthday party, and it was lovely. We had a great time, but our six month old got really, really tired, and she's going through the six month sleep regression. And that meant she screamed. And I, I was like, it was my missus' family, so I was like, you stay down there with your family, I'll take her upstairs in their house and lay them down on the bed that they provided for us, and I'll get to sleep. Two hours later, she was still fucking screaming. And I was getting so stressed and so worked up. And it was so hot today. So hot today. I was sweating. And I didn't know what to do. And she finally went to sleep. And I tell you what, the day I had today, I deserved that bottle of wine. <laughs> I've got out there that's warm. And I'm going to drink it and I'm going to enjoy it because that's how I relax. Now, that's okay. my positive. Now, if I was doing it to the point where I'm plastered every day and I wake up every day with a hangover, I wouldn't do it. But at the moment... I'm able to get up, spend lovely time with my children, I'm, and like with my work, I can't drink. So I know for a fact that, like I've had some time off work um, through annual leave. When I go back to work on Monday, yeah. I won't be drinking because I can't because I lose my job. So I know I can do that. So to me, that's not a problem. 
and smoking is another vice of mine which I love and I think mainly because I lost a lot of my vices my drugs and everything like that rightly so but I lost them and I'm sitting here with my cigarette and my wine I'm like why do I have to lose these two <laughs> you know but I do get my vices through my children so as much as I was irritated um, as much as I was irritated and frustrated with how things were going today I wouldn't change it for a world. I'd spend a year with my baby screaming at me than a year without my baby. Yeah. So that's another one of my vices. Mm -hmm. Whereas, whereas my vice, I, I quickly recognised my one, and it was uh, it was more gambling side of things. And I think this relates back to the financial side of I things. I did not know that about you. See, the thing is, I, I he bet me ten pound. I wouldn't get my willy out. <laughs> <laughs> he lost I it. I mean, I remember the the Game of Thrones bet between you two, which I think did pay off. I am still calling bullshit. On no, it doesn't matter. You owe me fifty quid. You owe so, me fifty quid. Just to, just to get just to clarify this, if you haven't seen Game of Thrones, this is a slight spoiler. Um, but I think it's at the what's end, it, end of season, season seven. seven. End of season seven. The wall comes down, and Tormund Giants Bane and Beric Dondarrion are at the top of the wall. And Paul, the ginger one, and uh, yeah, the one with the what? eye patch, right? Oh yeah, I yeah. Patch. So Paul bet Kieran that they wouldn't survive until season eight, and lo and behold, episode one, they popped up. <laughs> there is no way on Doesn't earth. Matter. I right. do not care. So no, 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 this no, no, guy, no, no, no. he just said no. about his gambling vice. This is why he quit, because he owed people money, because he didn't fucking pay up. <laughs> now, episode one, there's been six episodes, so that's six weeks, plus like a month or two since it's finished, and I still haven't got my fucking money. <laughs> my kids my kids are going out of food, because I need that bit. <laughs> I, don't, I don't believe that for a second, Mr. £57,000 a year. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> No one needs to know how much I It's right, it's just a bit, it's a 39, so, you know. <laughs> yeah, all right, 57. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I came from the gutter, but I'm the best one out of the three of us. I think yes. that's just because of, um, going back to seriousness, actually, uh, the only reason why I work in, in a job I've got now is because nothing was good enough. I always I always have this, and people say it's, it's a perk, but I see it as, as actually a badness like I'm never contented with anything so like even now I'm making good money but to me that's not good enough I want more yeah like I need more and I started like the first job I had I was getting fucking like 600 pound a month and then like I, I went uh, do you remember to other like, stuff what was it back in like 2000 2007 2008 or whatever and you get your first job and oh 800 pounds at the end of the pay yeah. uh, at the end of the month and you're like woohoo I'm rich oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but now I'm rich yeah, I, think, I think my first four months paycheck was 725 pounds that was from uh, MDA. God, I worked at I worked at Legoland and I got six hundred and seventy pounds. Shoes own six hundred pounds right on the fucking dot. Yeah. Shoes own, but yeah. I had other perks of shoes own. Yeah. Well, you was, you was not being your supervisor. One of my supervisors, yes. Hey, no, 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 no. No, I was working there. A little bit while I was working there, but not the majority of the time I was working there. It just happened one night in the field. One night. I believe it happened more than once, and I believe no, it that happened one night in particular in the field. Paul's putting on his uh, his Sherlock Holmes hat right now, and just yeah. uh, I believe <laughs> I, I, that I you mean... were there on the night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a union representative. I will call bullshit when I hear it. <laughs> I'm not saying bullshit, I'm just hiding parts of certain stories. Can't call bullshit. Can't bull call bullshit on people, alright? It's upsetting. Yeah. Mm. It's 2019, man. It's 2019. What I say, you just have to believe and go with it. <laughs> it doesn't work like that. If that's all, oh, mind you, Donald Trump's in charge and somehow he manages to lie for his And somehow we're going to get Boris Johnson. Oh, it's literally like we're, <laughs> yeah. it's literally like the UK when you elected Donald Trump. <laughs> Hold, Hold my, my beer. beer. <laughs> Hold my beer. Yeah. Watch this. Do you mango. want a blonde racist? We'll show you a fucking blonde racist. <laughs> <laughs> you came from us. <laughs> but it was actually like that. Uh, yeah. Did uh, you see the way you said Glastonbury? No, I didn't. I missed so that. So he was in. He was in a. Um, a political talk he's in the chamber and everything and he was talking about Glastonbury and he went to all these people like Glastonbury and then was like fuck off did you just say Glastonbury he's like that's how it's pronounced I'm down from the south and we're in Glastonbury I was like oh fucking ass yeah. cunt and this is the man who's in charge of uh, looking after us who doesn't quite understand anything no, I met him once I say I met him he was, he, an, he was an Uxbridge he, he became he's our MP he, is he still our MP he's still our MP so he's, he? he's yeah. the MP of Uxbridge <laughs> the fuck all for us right and he, he well, I was working at a children's charity um, in Uxbridge and he was the MP there and he had his offices literally opposite us 
and I was there sending, I was getting in touch with him trying to like, come in and speak to all these young guys that's coming to the country been through shit tell them what they can do and he just kept on ignoring me ignoring me and I saw him walking down Usbridge High Street as I was walking towards him and the fucker did not move out of my way he just bowled straight through me and just kept on fucking walking didn't like, he do that on the rugby pitch with a child before <laughs> yeah. no, didn't, he, didn't he do that playing at the, uh, the what was it uh, summer aid or whatever like he's, that, done, it, yeah. he's, he's done, done it quite multiple bit. times <laughs> Boris Johnson should now be known as just bowling through fucking yeah. bowling, bowling Boris he doesn't move <laughs> yeah. he's, he's the bowler from Indiana Jones yeah. he just fucking goes through people is this yeah. the thing they used to chase you on Crash Bandicoot yes yeah. 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 there we go well now on that what's that one you got on your phone that um, time oh uh, Temple Run Temple, Temple Run yeah God we living back in like 2012 no they released a new one not too long ago Temple Run 2 that, 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 that was, was, a, that was, that was a long time ago oh, I just found it <laughs> <laughs> you have been drinking for so long now <laughs> yeah I can't remember what year blacked out the past five years I don't know it's not going to record properly while you're holding it you will record and that's okay we talked a lot of bullshit at the beginning it was about five minutes before we oh, yeah, all yeah. started and so, there's got to be a lot going on. We've, we've got to go from so, Jasmine to an hour. Jasmine so, to an hour. Um, you know, Jasmine's 45. So the, <laughs> the people that listen don't understand this. I am fucking shit at writing. And I was sitting out in the garden. It was hot. It was so hot today that my candles melted. Every excuse under right? the you sun. could be so, an F1 driver. So my brain... <laughs> my he, should be, he should be a football manager. The winds just hey, took Jürgen the ball Klopp. away. Jürgen Klopp yes. is especially good at this. You're oh, the Jürgen Klopp, Klopp of this Jürgen group. Jürgen Klopp has me on speed dial. He's like, oh, we lost, watch our set up, but like, fucking heat, mate. Yeah, yeah. Go down to heat. <laughs> blame, blame the heat, it melted yeah. the candles. Blame, no, blame uh, the heat. Though you've got a Senegal player, an Egyptian player, and a Brazilian player Different kind of heat. It's a dry heat. It's a different kind of heat. We get a different kind of heat here. They don't know how to deal with it. Yeah. Have you ever been, like, I went to Greece a couple of years ago. It was about 35 degrees. So stuff that we can get here, that we've experienced here, was a different kind of heat. Went to Jamaica. That was a bad heat. Did you make it? <laughs> Pun? Did you oh, make it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he made a joke. And then what happens when Luke makes a joke is we don't understand it. And then you get sad again. <laughs> was, that, was that an REM joke? Yeah, uh, maybe. Call me when you wake up. When you make uh, call me when Jamaica. Oh, so yeah, going going back to the vices and things along those lines, um, it is a struggle for a lot of people. A lot of people um, delve into this self pit where it spirals down, spirals down, and it causes other problems. The more the problems happen, the more they need that vice. Just here's the thing, because like we've talked a lot actually, because we're probably going to overrun, but Sonic. Um, We've they don't talked, know our time frame. Fuck them. We've talked. Jasmine. Oh, it's Jasmine. It's totally yeah. Jasmine. Go on, um, Jasmine. It, we've talked a lot about um, bad vices and things like um, drinks, drugs, and alcohol, and all that kind of stuff. However, I particularly know somebody. Um, we, in fact, we all know somebody. How particular? We all, we all do. He's, he's, he, he should be here, but um, there are. Vices that are regularly available. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we that, miss you. <laughs> there are vices that are regularly available to everyone that people get sucked into more so than their family life. Right. So I I had a friend. Yes, exactly. We're talking gaming. We're talking. And people don't. People have now started seeing gaming as an addiction, addiction which it could be I mean. because I think what you get with gaming is it takes you out of your stress of your everyday life and. It, fully in what the fuck is going on in that screen yeah. like I spent the last two days fucking jamming it on Pokemon and I'm now awesome regardless of what you say we're not getting into this because it's a game designed for seven year olds but to be and honest I smashed with you it. I smashed we're, it we're, we're near I smashed it lots of us are near, in fact all of us are nearly 30 we should probably stop playing Pokemon but we're not going no, to not because it's fucking um, good. I know, um, halfway through this conversation, I did check my Pokemon Go to see what was around. I, <laughs> I can't check my Pokemon Go because I'm doing it on my phone. I don't know how it's going to interact. But, <laughs> so I'm missing out on all sorts. So thank you, guys. There's nothing around. Um, be, I reckon gaming should be taken as seriously as drugs because what drugs do is it takes your mindset, it changes your mindset, and it makes you see things differently. But what you're basically turning around, like, like you're, you're very, cl- very close to borderline in getting on to how games affect people mentally and what, they do, what they do in real life no for instance back in like what was it the oh, GTA 
No, it wasn't right. GTA. I'm, I'm, well, GTA, GTA have done it, um, and, and GTA have had their problems and court court cases and all sorts. But like um, the the manhunt case. Do you remember when manhunt yes. first came out and manhunt that kid, the kid put a um, uh, what was it? He was like ten years old and he put a claw hammer through his best friend's head and then blamed it on manhunt and somehow managed to get off of it. No, 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 no. no. That had nothing to do with the fact that that ten year yeah that had nothing to do with the game. That had everything to do with the fact that a ten-year-old should not be playing a game that's designed for eighteen. Well, I, I think that, but also I think we have to look into that ten-year-old's mental health. We have to maybe look into that ten-year-old's exactly. home life. Yeah. There's there's other stipulations that far more exceed what he did, rather than playing a game. Yeah. Um, that I think have much more impact on making that decision. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like so, we were talking about gaming as as as, as a possible negative vice. I think anything that you do, I think anything that changes your mindset or makes you think differently you have to see the negative and the positive i think all our choices now we have to see the negative and the positives of every action we show and if it's a negative continuous negative action that's a negative vice no matter what it is yeah um so it could be game it could be drugs or hell it could even be fucking just using your phone too much the amount of people fucking sitting there twittering and fucking twittering i mean they've made yeah they've made films about and, and, and you, you know, you hear. You see dickheads get run over because they're too busy looking at oh, yeah, I, I see it all the time driving through central London, and it's like. <laughs> you're doing get it! Your, get your head off out, out of your screen, mate, because you're just about to walk in front of a truck yeah. for crying out loud. You're going to die. Mm. So, Do you know what I mean? But, I, but yeah, so I think that's more more that we can speak we'll, about. We'll, we'll get into that another day. But, yeah, because um, I think like, we'll okay. just carry on for a couple of hours and um, maybe we shouldn't do that. Um, but yeah, so basically. <coughs> <laughs> well, that's a wonderful way to end this. <laughs> yeah, so that was Paul saying goodbye. Um, we want to thank you guys for following us on Instagram. We want to thank you for following us Twitter. We want you to share our page, please, at Dad Dynamic. D A D N A M I C. If if this just helps anyone, yeah, just to, you know, perks you up for the day. If it, you know, if you sit there and, and just sit, you know, thinking that you've had a, a bad day or whatever, and you just want to whack on something about. Three dudes just talking absolutely. Or you just want to whack off to something. <laughs> Your voice does have that certain uniqueness to it. It has it? that it kind does, of yeah. feminine. Because, right. like, if, I have to say, you can't see me, but if you look at me, I'm a larger fella. I'm about 220, I've been losing weight, 215 pounds, we're going to say. And it's not all fat. A lot of it is, but it's not all fat. I don't look like I have a girly voice. I've got a girly voice. It's really good. Actually, to be honest, you've probably got the most funny voice out of all of us anyway. Crack it up. <laughs> yeah, so thank yeah, you sure once again. Quiz. Sorry about that. Once again, follow us. Dadnamic, Instagram, Twitter. Share our page. Share our Twitter or Instagram. Share this. If this helps, let us know. If this helps at all, then please send us an email at dadnamic at gmail.com. So that's dadnamic, D-A-D-N-A-M-I-C, at gmail.com. Let us know what you think. We'll be wanting to do a couple more of these, see what's going on. Thank you again for listening. Uh, so that was me, Kieran. Me, Luke. Thank you very much. And me, Paul. Thank you very much for tuning in. And we look forward to hearing, uh, speaking to you again sometime soon. Bye.